Window World is proud to present Kevin Keatsman Has Issues. Simply the best for less at windowskansascity.com. Sometimes I just can't see how most stories are all treated the same. And this podcast is kind of a, a testament to that. When you gather information, whether it's through social media or off websites, it's a little different if you're watching television or listening to the radio or getting something live broadcast to you because they filter stories out. They lead the top of an hour of news or something with the story that they think is most important, and they'll try to get less important as they go, maybe dedicate more time to the top. But most people don't really consume information and news in traditional ways like they once did. And as I prepare daily for a podcast, I have multiple different ways that I consume information and sort through and try to decide what to put in a podcast. As you know, I like to lead with something that I think is most important or an issue that is either near and dear to me that I wish other people were more into or concerned about or aware of. And that's generally speaking how we do it. A lot of times I'll say, look, this is a hodgepodge of things. There's nothing more important than any other here. It's just a whole bunch of different stories. But as I've watched over the last few days, some of the really, really big stories happening, and these would include Joe Biden parading around trying to start World War III. It would include the politics going on of the 2024 election, which clearly is underway with Ron DeSantis uh, fighting with NBC News, basically banning them, saying he's doing nothing with NBC News until he gets an apology. Donald Trump going to East Palestine, Ohio, providing water and cleaning supplies and buying lunch at McDonald's for all the firefighters, EMTs, and police officers in East Palestine. We're seeing a lot of different things take place that look like really big stories. Then we get the news of what I just think is one of the saddest things I've ever heard, a 25-year-old television journalist in Orlando, Florida, doing his job, working a murder scene. Okay, he's at a murder scene after the murders happened. They're doing the interviews with the cops and, and things like this. This is later in the day when the suspect of the murder comes back to the scene of the crime, which they say always happens. Uh, You know, murder suspects always somehow go back to the scene of the crime. He comes back and he shoots and kills the reporter and then is arrested. And it was found that he went to another person's house and shot somebody there. This is just horrible stuff going on in the world. Horrible, horrible stuff. And it becomes increasingly difficult to place a number or a value or an importance on stories that are really important when we spend so much time, and I'm going to do it. I'm I'm going there. I mean, we're going to have a Patrick Mahomes part on this podcast because there's three or four stories going on around Patrick Mahomes that aren't necessarily all that important, but they're actually the things people pay attention to and care about. And I never want to be the podcast that's going for clicks. I don't want to be that. I don't want to be... You know, I, I respect everything they've done at OutKick. I always use that or Barstool Sports. They weave in sports and do things, but the things that get clicks there, like Barstool Sports just wrote a, a long column this week about how when they put Jackson Mahomes on their site and attach a TikTok video, it can become their biggest story of the week, that the more people at Barstool Sports will watch that than others. It's called, it's, it's like hate shaming, okay? The people at Barstool don't like him, but they can't stand watching him because they want to make fun of him and they want to laugh at him, not with him. And so Barstool continues to put up Jackson Mahomes stories and does clickbait type stuff with some of his TikTok videos because it gets clicks for them, which helps sell advertising. I've never wanted to be that. I recognize with this podcast that we have to talk about the Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes. Everybody talks about Patrick Mahomes. He's the biggest single celebrity Kansas City's ever had. This is a phenomenon. He's a, a global entity, and it will only grow in stature over the next decade. He's still very young. So we do that. But I, I'm, I'm putting this podcast together here today, and I'm thinking about these really critical things that are going on in the United States that were marching toward war. We have a presidential candidate candidacy taking shape with Donald Trump and what it all means is Trump going, my fear is he's going to come in and and ruin this and keep Biden in office or some Democrat in office. I don't know why I fear that. I like the man. I respect the man. I would love him to be president, but I'm scared to death that he's going to ruin this because so many Americans have soured on him. I'm, I'm scared of all this. We have the tragedy in St. Louis over the weekend, 
where a young volleyball player, again, I'm, I'm not trying to fill you with bad news. I'm simply saying, look where America is. We are a, we are literally a dumpster fire because there's fires everywhere. East Palestine had a big fire and a chemical spill, and they're going to have all kinds of problems as a result of that. I mean, we are a hot mess in this country right now. We can't control the border. I'm not trying to bring you down. This happened in the 70s. I was very young, but I recognized it when Jimmy Carter was president. And we've said for every action, there's a reaction. And I pray every single day there will be a reaction in this country to everything that is going wrong. And American voters will vote for some Republicans and we will get law and order back in this country. We will close our border. We will crack down on crime. We will get away from foreign wars. These are all very simple concepts, and most Americans would be on board with any of them. I had planned to lead with the new attorney general in Missouri, Andrew Bailey, who replaced Eric Schmidt, who's now a U.S. senator. Apparently, Andrew Bailey is going to be just as great of an attorney general as Eric Schmidt was in Missouri. And thank God for Missouri and Florida and places like that that are really stepping up and making a difference and showing America how to do it. And Missouri is doing that now. This Attorney General Andrew Bailey, after this unbelievable thing happened, this girl, Janae Edmondson, if you haven't followed this, in St. Louis, she's there for a volleyball tournament last weekend. And she's walking across the street in downtown St. Louis at 8.40 on a Saturday night when she is mowed over by an unlicensed driver with a long record, including being released after robbery. Armed robbery. This is a dangerous criminal who's only 21 years old is out, has just been released in St. Louis. They continue to arrest criminals in St. Louis and release them. The St. Louis circuit attorney is Kim Gardner. Kim Gardner, you've heard the name. She is the soft, the softest on crime, perhaps, person in America. And St. Louis is dealing with mayhem. And this young lady is in critical condition. She's a high school volleyball player. She was on her way to a Division II volleyball scholarship, but that was going to help pay for her education. Now, the Attorney General in the state of Missouri, a, a strong conservative, Andrew Bailey, has said, Kim Gardner has until noon on Wednesday to resign, or they're going to immediately begin proceedings for her removal, her legal removal. So she has, she's been told, resign, or we're going to oust you. And this Missouri Attorney General has support from some Democrats who say, yes, this is out of control. So for every action, there's a reaction. This is a nice start. When we hear things like this and see that Republicans will oust soft on crime Democrats and some Democrats in Missouri are on board with this, that's a nice start. That is not Reagan replacing Carter. Okay, these are little things, and maybe these little things start locally. There is a GoFundMe page for Janae Edmondson and her family. She is in critical condition still in the hospital. Her legs are maimed and mangled, she's not going to play volleyball. I mean, she was mowed over and very lucky to be alive. Apparently, her dad was a, a soldier. It was in the military and had medical training and understood what to do to keep her alive until the paramedics got there. This woman is lucky to be alive. If her dad didn't know the life-saving techniques, she probably would not be alive. This has got to stop. This soft on crime has got to stop. And we watched senseless murder... Look, I, I keep, I hate even saying the word. I keep going back to COVID. Can we not all see we are worse off after this, that something has gone completely awry, that we have screwed over our own society with everything we did, and we're dealing with that today? Could we not make a bigger deal of that nationally? Could we not learn from this, that we can't do this to these school children? We're talking about a, a 20-year-old here, a 21-year-old that mowed this girl over. So he was school age when COVID started. He was a minor in school age. So here's another statistic. We see the crime stats going up, up, up. This can't be a surprise with what we've done. And somehow we've all just said, we're all now just going to go fend for ourselves. But this is a big story. This will be a big national story going on in Missouri. The Attorney General Andrew Bailey that is going to oust this circuit attorney, Kim Gardner, and get her out because she's soft on crime. I mean, this is a great story. This this, this has a chance in Missouri to make a difference across the United States, to get voters' attention, to see literally what's going on. And it's just a litany of one big, giant, messy, ugly story 
as a result of liberal politics after another. I can't keep track of them all. I could do an entire podcast. I could probably find 20 different stories today where something has gone wrong with liberals in charge and we have death, destruction, crime, sex crimes, something heinous, crimes against children, war, you name it. I can find all that. Is this what they want? They want total chaos so the electorate feels like they need them? We need bigger government. Oh, they're, they're, we're always reaching as America. The flaw with the electorate in this country is somehow, someway, we're always reaching like, okay, it's always been bad times, but the government can fix it. Please help us. We're always reaching for that moment where our government takes care of our problems. They can't take care of our problems. The way we take care of our problems in this country is through law and order. That's justice. That's not politicians. Okay, that's, that's police, judges, criminal reform. That's where we are. Lock people up. We have dangerous people in our society. We shouldn't let them out. Lock them up. Un- unfortunately, we have to bear the burden of taking care of them. We'll do that. I'll spare that expense with my tax dollars. Keep them off the streets. There is literally, I was going, I was flipping through on my phone. I was flipping through Twitter yesterday. And sometimes ads pop up. And an ads, ad, I don't remember the name of the product. An ad pops up and it says, the people of London have figured out their problem. They've solved their problem. If you didn't know this or not, London over the last several years has been ground zero for the most knife attacks in the world. So apparently they don't have as good access to guns or whatever. There have been more stabbings and murders by knife in London than you can count. Random jobs, people, crazoids walking down the street, pull out a big old knife and just start stabbing people. It's, it's an epidemic in London and in England. This ad on Twitter is for this thing that you wear under your clothes. And apparently it's not very thick. It's not real bulky. It doesn't look like a bulletproof vest. And it goes down your arms and covers all of your chest and all the way down your torso, front and back. And the Twitter commercial demonstration is some dude just standing there. He's got like a shirt and a tie on. Looks like he's in a business suit. And he takes a couple steps and a really bad looking guy comes up and just starts stabbing him with this knife. And this thing protects him. It keeps the knife from penetrating all the way to your skin. Somehow, some way. I don't know, body armor of some sort. And I'm thinking to myself, that's not the solution. That is just not the solution. We've got to find a way to prevent these crimes and to keep people who would commit these crimes off the street. I mean, great that we find products to defend ourselves. I would think in the case of a a knife attacker, a better option would be a handgun. Just my two cents. But they just keep happening. This stuff every single day. We've got a 25-year-old reporter gunned down for being at the scene, doing his job about a murder that occurred there. You can't make this up. I mean, we've never been this out of control. The things that we're seeing are just crazy and they're happening. It's not just gang wars anymore. It's not just criminals killing criminals. We talk a lot about that and we've seen that over over time. That's what we get. A lot of bad people kill a lot of bad people. Now it's just random stuff. It's a volleyball player walking across the street in St. Louis. It's a 25-year-old reporter doing his job at the scene of a crime for Spectrum News in Orlando, Florida, just gunned down for no reason. Like it's sport. Please tell me that the result of all this is there is a strong reaction to every action. And the action that we have just gone through in the worst two years, seriously, the the worst two years of our lives in the United States has been the Biden administration handling COVID and their soft on crime friends and policies. Crime is too, is too, that's too narrow of a word. Security is a better word because that attaches to the border. That attaches to leading to World War III in Ukraine. Do we not care? How come the, the media never report the number of deaths in Ukraine. How come we don't hear that? Can we not start measuring whether this is worth it or not? It's crazy. I'm telling you, we've we've lost our way. I just I pray every day.
that there is a reaction to the action. Now, there's a story out there that you got to hear about. And this one is interesting to me because there are people on the left that are applauding this story, and I am shocked by that. This is the story of former Black Panther Angela Davis. She was a radical racial activist and former fugitive in the United States, Angela Davis. And she appeared on Tuesday's episode of Finding Your Roots on PBS. So this is liberal media. And they largely find black people and find their roots through DNA. Henry Louis Gates is the, the genealogist that comes on and does all this. He works, he's the director of the Hutchins Center for African American Research at Harvard University. So he has his own show on PBS and he gets people on and he goes through their genealogy and tells them where they're from, who they're related to. And the show is very interesting. And somehow on the left, they're celebrating this, but I'm celebrating this one on the right. And you can tell me that I'm ass backwards on this, but this absolutely unravels everything the left stands for in 2023 America. You are not going to believe this story. Again, these are leftists putting this out there. And I want you to think when we get to the result, when I get to the hook here, at the end, you're going to go, wait, what? They're celebrating that? Angela Davis is notorious for working with the Communist Party in the United States, the Black Panther Party in the 1970s, and her involvement in the armed takeover, armed takeover of a California courtroom, resulting in four deaths and her placement on the FBI's most wanted list. For some reason, we've allowed her to be free, and she's a celebrity, and they've written books about her, and they've glamorized her life. She's now 79 years old, and she went on this show. Near the end of the episode, after discussing multiple family members of her family, the former Black Panther learned she descended from a man named William Brewster. Henry Louis Gates is the show's host, and he's sitting there with her, and he hands this across the table and says, do you know what you're looking at? And she says, no. She doesn't know who William Brewster is. And he says, this is a list of the 101 people who came to the colonies in 1620 aboard the Mayflower. This 79-year-old black activist, black panther, communist, criminal, fugitive, killer, has been running around her whole life, has made an entire lifetime and career out of slave trade, the awful people that brought the slaves over and the, you know, the black plight in America. The origins and the reason she is here, the furthest descendant traced in her life are the original one percenters. You want to talk about white privilege? The original people the first here, you you know, set this up. The colonists set it all up. She's a descendant of William Brewster. Now she is about to crap her pants when she finds this out. The left is celebrating this. They love this show. I'm like, wait a second. This goes completely against your entire narrative of bringing slaves over, enslaving them in the South, and every black person is a descendant of a slave. Okay, this is like being a descendant of George Washington. Your, your people came over on the freaking Mayflower lady, and somehow you're, you didn't think you were interracial. You think you're black. You think you're African-American and nothing else, and you're not. You're related to William Brewster, who came over on the freaking Mayflower. And Henry Louis Gates says to her, can you believe it? And she says, no, I don't believe this. My ancestors did not come here on the Mayflower. Like She's like, no, I don't accept this finding. She continued to protest while Gates confirmed the findings, then responded, oof, well, this is just too much for me to deal with right now. And he says, would you ever in your wildest dreams think you may have descended from the people that laid the foundation of this country? So he's now slamming the white people that started the country. Can you ever, remember, this is a liberal show for African-Americans, produced by and for African-Americans to make white people look bad 
and black people look like they've been enslaved forever and they're still enslaved today. And he says to her in an honest moment, would you ever in your wildest dreams think you've been a descendant from the people who laid the foundation of this country, meaning those rotten SOB colonists that came over? And she said, never, 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 never. I mean, wow. Somehow people on the left love this story. To me, it breaks down everything they scream and bitch about in 2023 that we are sick of hearing about. I've told you, if I could just go a day without hearing the word slave or race or something, I'd be the happiest American ever. But we can't do it. The media won't allow it. The Dems won't allow it. You can't, unless you just take a day off and turn off anything that is electronic and just sit on your deck in complete silence and not talk or see or any other people for a day. That's the only way you've got a chance. If you turn anything on, you're going to get it. And I'll be damned if I understand it. We've, we sat and watched a Super Bowl and we allowed ESPN and so many networks tell us that this was the first two, two quarterbacks, first Super Bowl with two black quarterbacks. I'm like, Patrick Mahomes is no more, you know, he's, if he's black, he's white. We've, we've gone through this. And now we've learned that this Black Panther communist lady, Angela Davis, William Brewster came over on the Mayflower and she's descended from him. We have to stop looking at people as black and white. This experiment of the United States has been going on, as pointed out in this documentary, since 1620 or whatever. Or we can go farther than that. 1492, Columbus sailed the ocean blue. If you don't think people were having sex with people that didn't look like them, in 1492, I don't know what to tell you. This is a melting pot. It is now a melting pot that's been going on for over 500 years, for crying out loud. Almost 600 years since Columbus was here. And you don't think that we are all some way interracial? I've told you about the four siblings in my house. Me and my oldest sister look the same. We have darker skin and we're bigger. We have bigger bone structures. Our faces are constructed different. We're, we look different than our other two siblings who are much thinner and much whiter than we are. I, I'm not taking a test. I don't care. I have my life. I love my parents. I love my siblings. I've lived a happy, great life in the greatest country on earth. I really don't care where I came from. I mean, we could trace this thing back a thousand years. I still don't care. I'm sorry. I don't care. And it doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. And it doesn't matter that there's four kids in one house that two of them look the same and the other two look the same. That's probably not uncommon. I don't know what may have happened hundreds of years ago. I can't tell you that. I don't know. And I don't really care. We got to go forward, man. We got to go forward and stop trying to simplify things here and say one person's black, one person's white, one person's indigenous. We're not. That's not what this country is. And it's, it's aggressively changing now. Because cultural norms are, are, are changed and broken down. Cultural stereotypes have been broken down. It's the least racist country on earth. Nobody looks at an interracial couple anymore. If they, if they by their eyes, identify them as interracial and say, oh, look at that white person. Nobody looks at that and cares. Nobody cares anymore. It doesn't matter. There's nothing to any of this. Whew, man. Angela Davis, can you imagine you've spent your whole life Talking about your ancestors being brought over on boats to be a slave. And you're just as pure African-American black as the driven snow. And you find out that William Brewster was on the Mayflower and that's where you came from. Holy smokes. She's 79 years old. Did her world get turned? Put that woman on suicide watch. Somebody get her some help. 24-hour surveillance on that woman. Everything she ever thought she was just got blown apart. And the crazy part about that show is there's nothing rare about these findings. There's nothing rare at all. Hey, here's a reminder. I, I talk about our sponsors each day during the podcast, but I want to remind you that the KK list is out there for you. It's a wonderful resource. If you want to do business with conservative business for products or services, the KK list is where to go. That's the website, thekklist.com thekklist.com. If you're looking for some help around the house, if you're looking for a product or services, anything like that, go to thekklist.com. Everyone that I mentioned on the podcast is there. And then there's more. 
There are other companies that are just on the list, but they're not part of the podcast. If you'd like to be part of the list, contact us by going to the KK list and click on the button that says join the list. We can get your business on there too. It's really simple, but all the sponsors are always right there. So whenever you need to find someone that's a sponsor of KKHI, they're at the KKList.com. Great businesses like Roberts Robinson, Chevrolet Buick GMC. Spent a little time yesterday online researching and looking over the new GMC Canyon truck that's coming out. It's all new. It's made right here in Missouri at the Wentzville plant. And it's going to be in showrooms here in the next six to eight weeks. You can order one now if you're looking for a great mid-sized truck. How about the all-new, completely redesigned, all-new 2023 GMC Canyon from Roberts Robinson? Just give them a call and say, hey, I want to build this. Here's the color I want. Here's the, I want the Denali. I want the AT4. Which one do you want? And they'll do it all for you. And they'll have it built in Wentzville, delivered right to your house if you want. Or you can pick it up on the showroom at Roberts Robinson, Chevrolet Buick GMC, home of the lifetime warranty. NKC Dental, I've got my checkup scheduled for Tuesday at NKC Dental. We're going to get the cleaning done. I still got a couple of fillings got to be taken out and replaced from when I was really, really, really young. Need to get some of that metal out of my mouth. Dr. Bush is going to take care of that for me. He's got a beautiful new facility. I say new because he bought the whole building there at Armor and Swift in the Northland, and it is probably three times the size now of what it was when I first went there. They're doing all kinds of great work and services at NKC Dental online at nkcdental.com. He also has an office in Westwood, Kansas. Call him at 816-471-2911. You got to schedule your teeth clean. You got to do it. Go do it and, and get that checked out. 360 Document Solutions. Well, Mark is just tremendous at what he does. He is a, a great asset for your business to become more profitable, basically, if you could become more productive with your business without it costing you money, would you do it? The answer to that for any business owner or office manager is absolutely positively yes. So a phone call to 360 Document Solutions puts you down the right path to seeing if that's possible for you. 913-745-5344. That's 913-745-5344. Dump those expensive copiers with HP Toner. If you've got HP anywhere in your office, you're paying too much. Mark can get you in a better deal with better equipment at less money. Copiers, printers, KIP, black and white, color-wide format, IT solutions, mail systems, outsourced IT. It's all free. The analysis of what you're doing currently is free. Call Mark at 360-DocumentSolutions.com. Okay. Here's the confluence of sports and the lead topic of the podcast today. We had a murder take place with the Alabama basketball team. Alabama's really good. Right now, they're projected to be a one seed. They're really, really good. They've had quite the controversy uh, with their team. Darius Miles has been booted from the team. This is a complicated story. It's especially complicated for me to explain to you if you haven't been following it. Basically, it goes like this. We're going to go in reverse order, okay? A man named Michael Davis is charged with shooting and killing a young woman. A man named Darius Miles gave the gun to Mr. Davis and said, there's a bullet in the chamber. It's ready to go. Darius Miles was part of the Alabama basketball team. He has been charged with capital murder, okay, which is means he didn't commit the crime, but he handed a loaded gun to a guy and said, here you go. So he's charged as well. The guy who did the shooting is in jail. They're both in jail. The crazy part of the story is Alabama's best player, Brandon Miller, originally provided the gun. His teammate, Darius Miles, said, I need a gun. And Miller went and got the gun and gave it to Darius Miles. Miller, it's Miller's gun. The, the stud player for Alabama, it's Miller's gun. Last night, Alabama's playing at South Carolina. Again, Brandon Miller, top player, scored 41 points as Bama wins 78-76 in overtime. The fans were chanting, lock him up, lock him up to Brandon Miller all night long. He's a 6'9 forward. He's a stud. The head coach, Nate Oaks at Alabama, says, I can't control everything. Young man hasn't been charged. He's going to play basketball. This is absurd. 
The prosecutors in the case said, we don't know what we can charge him with. Darius Miles asked Brandon Miller to go get a loaded gun and bring it to him. Miller went and got a loaded gun and gave it to Darius Miles. Darius Miles then handed it to a third person. Michael Davis said, it's loaded and ready to go. Davis has been charged with conducting the murder, committing the murder. Darius Miles has been charged with capital murder for providing a loaded gun, saying it's loaded and ready to go. But Brandon Miller's charged with nothing for being the original person to go get the gun that committed this crime. This is embarrassing for Alabama basketball. It is embarrassing for the coach. This young man needs to, at the very least, be kicked off the team. Is there not some sort of rule at Alabama basketball that we don't allow or condone you to have a loaded gun and give it to someone else? Isn't there some, isn't there some sort of crime? Isn't there a criminal code? If I have a gun, and let's even say I legally have a gun, and I just willy-nilly give it loaded to somebody else, how is that not a crime? I mean, even if it's like a misdemeanor or something, how is it not a chargeable crime? For God's sake, Alabama, we know you want to win basketball games, but you're kidding me, right? A girl is dead. What is happening in our country? What are we doing? How can you not, as the head coach or, or the AD, for God's sake, the president of the university, how can you not step up and say, look, we don't care. We're not, whether this is a crime or not doesn't matter. This man is not playing for our basketball team. We don't want players at Alabama walking around getting loaded guns and handing them to friends all willy-nilly. Can anybody ever anymore just do the right damn thing? Is that so hard? It's freaking basketball. Winning basketball games is so important now at Alabama. Basketball, not football. Basketball is so important at Alabama that this guy just keeps, and he's a great player, folks. And look, if the NBA wants to take him, that's the NBA. Whatever they want to do down the road, let people make their decision there. It's, it's sort of like, okay, the young man can be rehabbed. He can swear off guns. I'm not giving up on the man and saying he never gets another opportunity. My point is, you don't get this opportunity at this moment. You effed up so bad this year at Alabama playing basketball, we can't have you on the team. How does this coach do this? How does this school allow this? Will there not be more public sentiment against this to where he's booted off this team? There has to be some sort of repercussions to actions of your own with your gun with bullets in it that led to somebody dying. And as we started today, talking about how one story, you know, it's almost like we need to put ratings by the stories because that one is pretty high up. Okay, it's not as high up as the girl getting mowed down in St. Louis and what are we going to do with criminals and the Missouri AG telling the circuit attorney they got to go and that, that's gonna, there's going to be a termination there. That's big time stuff. I get it, okay? This is a basketball player. He didn't do it, but he did. It was his gun. Then this story somehow in sports media gets treated the same way because the sports world is losing its mind today over something that happened in the Florida-Kentucky game on Wednesday night. And for the life of me, I don't understand it. They're just looking for a story or getting clicks. Florida's playing Kentucky. The game is at Florida. The ball goes over toward the bench, but it's not on the player's side. It's where the fans sit in the folding chairs on the floor. You've seen stadium arenas like that where they just sit right there. The fans are right there in their chairs. A Kentucky player, uh, Cason Wallace, goes and tries to save the ball and apparently does, and it goes back in play, and Wallace falls into the lap of two or three Florida fans that are sitting in folding chairs right there courtside. One of them sitting down puts their arm, because now it's a fast break. The ball is loose. It's going down the other way. The, the first person kind of holds him and grabs him, as you would do with any human being flying at you, and then keeps the right arm around the kid's waist as he's trying to get up, just barely impeding him. And then the guy on the left reaches around and gets a hand on him and sort of puts his arm over his left shoulder which people say, oh, he grabbed him by the throat or by the neck. No, he didn't. He's, he's grabbing his as him getting up. Is the man slowing the player down from getting back on the floor? Yes. 
Is he clutching him by the neck or grabbing him? Or was it ever at any moment even remotely dangerous? No. And they kicked him out. And the announcers are like, this is the worst thing we've ever seen in a basketball game, which it most certainly is not. It was a pretty normal reaction for any fan. Hey, let's sit here for a second with this player. If we can slow him down for half a second, it might help our team on this fast break. <laughs> That's all it was. It was really harmless, if you want to be honest about it. And it just brings up the question, what should happen when a player goes into the fans? Should it be a dead ball? I, I'll tell you what I think it is. I think if you save a ball and fall into the fans, you blow the whistle and the ball goes to the other team. If you're going to have seats there, you, you, let's, talk, let's talk about the root cause of these things. These people didn't do anything. They weren't drunk. They weren't unruly. He didn't walk over during a timeout and grab a player. None of that happened. They're treating like this like this is the most unbelievable thing they've ever seen. And I'll just ask it this way. What if it was a Florida player that fell in there and they lifted him up and pushed him out on the floor and helped him speed back out onto the court? That's the same action. That wouldn't have gotten an ejection. Is the ejection because this isn't fair play for the game? No, that's not what this was. The ejection was, this is dangerous for the Kentucky player who's like a foot taller than these guys and 100 pounds bigger. Oh, yeah, it was really dangerous for Cason Wallace. Ooh, I hope he's okay. That's the problem we have now. We have all these stories, and, and some of them are good, and this is a fascinating story, but this is a fascinating story because why the hell is this a story? Why is that a story? People are going to be talking about this on talk radio all over the place. I know, I know they will. They'll be losing their minds over this story. There is no story here. The story here is, should we have seats on the court? And what should happen if a player goes into those seats? That's a much better much better idea. It's just, it's just crazy. And, and all these stories just get treated the same. And this is not. I'm sorry. A Florida fan holding back a Kentucky basketball player for a split second is not the same as a girl getting mowed down by a guy who should be in jail. It just isn't. Or a player providing a gun for a murder. Nuts. KKHI is brought to you by Advanced Medical Imaging online at medimageks.com. If you need an MRI or a CT scan, I wouldn't go to the outside expensive hospital chains. It takes three weeks sometimes to get an appointment. Why would you wait? See what's inside today. Healthcare can be a mess with these big chains. Advanced Medical Imaging is not part of that. They have the best, biggest, most comfortable machines in the industry for MRI. They're quiet. They have natural lighting. If you call Tricia at Advanced Medical Imaging, they can schedule you today or tomorrow. 785-856-0224. For anything serious, they take all major insurance for MRIs and CT scans. If you want to get the heart scan done, that's out of pocket. It's under 100 bucks, and you can get your plaque score. This is great preventative medicine at Advanced Medical Imaging, online at medimageks.com. Back Nine Development, your custom home builder and commercial property developer. If you've got a site downtown you're thinking about around the Royals ballpark and you're trying to put something together, you need to contact TJ right now and say, we're thinking about this property, this place, this idea. TJ can help you in a million different ways make this development happen for you. If you own property downtown and you're not sure exactly what to do with it and you think you might be near where the Royals are going to build a ballpark, call TJ Vilkanskis at 785 785- 236-0161. That's 785-236-0161. He does urban development. He does planning. They do everything at Back Nine Development. TJ has a gift. He's got a, he's just, he's, he's kind of a visionary. He's just got a gift for these things. And if you are considering or own some property downtown at one of the sites near where the Royals could potentially say, hey, this is it. This is where we're building. You need to get hold of TJ. Back9development.com. And, of course, our friends at Advantage Termite and Pest Control, the best in the business, the only termite and pest control company I've ever used. AdvantageTPC.com is the website. Residential, commercial. They've been in business for 25 years. Spiders, crickets, stink bugs, mice, you name it. They do lawn care as well if you want to jump on board there. 913-768-8989 for Advantage Termite and Pest Control. Make the switch today. You will be glad that you did.
All right, as I mentioned, there's going to be some Patrick Mahomes news on the podcast today. So here we go. Patrick Mahomes and Kirk Cousins are two of the three quarterbacks featured in a new Netflix documentary that is promising, quote, unprecedented access to Patrick Mahomes. The promo shot for this is Mahomes in uniform after a game, kissing his wife with baby in arm. And then they show Kirk Cousins sitting in a lawn chair with his son. I, I don't have Netflix. I may get it for this. I may do the, I, I, I think if we had, if it was the right opportunity with a 30 day free trial might be good for me. I might be able to watch a lot in a month and catch up on some of the things I miss on Netflix. Not a big fan of their company. Um, anyway, it doesn't matter. They're promising that they are taking you from inside the Mahomes house from the birth of his baby to the Super Bowl celebration, unprecedented access coming to Netflix. If that's your thing, my thing is watching Patrick Mahomes play football. But if that's your thing, it's coming to Netflix. You're going to need a subscription for that. This one I, I, is a what the hell story. It's a Mahomes story, but it's what the hell. I, I'm going to run this by you because I may comp- I tried to do some research on this and I can't find what I'm missing here. This is not approved by Patrick Mahomes. It is not approved by the NFL, the Kansas City Chiefs, or anything. There's a milk company called Shadow, S-H-A-T-T-O. They have bottled milk. You return the bottles it's like the old days. This, their milk, they, they basically say our milk is better than your milk. They're doing an MVP 2.0 bottle. Mahomes won his second MVP 2.0. He's a Super Bowl MVP 2.0. So they're doing a commemorative bottle. It obviously, is a clear bottle, and all the print on it is Chiefs Red. MVP 2.0. The milk inside is cherry chocolate. Now, when I look at the bottle, I see the Chiefs color and I see a milk that is just like the identical skin color of Patrick Mahomes. I don't know where cherry came from with chocolate milk. I hate to even bring this up because I'm not that guy. What am I missing here? How is this not the worst idea and the most racist thing ever? Cherry chocolate milk in a clear bottle with MVP 2.0 on it, not sanctioned by Mahomes. There's the Chiefs red. I see that part. Uh, I, I don't. I, I may be looking at too much. I may have my brain may be completely overrun by all this nonsense out there. I can't even believe I thought of this, but I'm asking you. I uh, just, I'm, 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 I'm missing something because the whole thing just looks racist to me. Cherry chocolate milk for Patrick Mahomes? What? Is that his favorite milk? If he said that, I get it, I guess. Maybe he has. Maybe that's his flavor. If it is, he's not sanctioning this. It's a ripoff. It, at the very least, Shadow, you look bad. All these people who who don't have the agreement with the Chiefs or the trademark or whatever and try to do things and, and you do something like this, you just, it's not a good look. It's just not a very good look. And your last Patrick Mahomes story today is Henry Winkler's coming to Kansas City. He revealed in an interview he's coming. He hadn't said when or for what. I don't know what this will be. Maybe he should come to the Big Slick this year with all the other celebrities. But he was wearing his Mahomes jersey while they made shrimp tacos during the Super Bowl, and the Chiefs won, and he was very excited for that. Pretty cool. I love this story. Dewan Harris, the Kansas Jayhawks, took the ball from Fort Worth last week, this week, took the ball, Monday, it was Monday night, took the ball from TCU, walked right out with it. He was, the, he was the guy holding the ball when the clock reached zero, or they passed it to him as the clock reached zero, and he kept the ball, and he took it, and people saw him with it. They're like, what the heck you doing? And he said, I'll tell you what I'm doing. They took our ball when they beat us here in Lawrence. They took our ball. And they posted it all over social media. Now, that was obviously a bigger deal for TCU than it is for KU to go win at TCU. But tit for tat, I get it. I got no problem with him taking that ball. They probably should both be returned. Probably. Grady Dick left the arena on Monday night. Wearing a Funky Town TCU t-shirt. When asked about what the heck that was and where he got it, he said they were all over the seats. They were everywhere. So I grabbed one. And we won, and so I'm going to wear it. 
they really wanted to beat TCU Monday night now. They really they didn't like what happened at Allen Fieldhouse. They damn sure didn't like they stole a ball with KU logo on it, right? Grady Dick wore a Funky Town TCU shirt out of the arena onto the team bus. Pretty cool stuff right there. I do like it. I like, you know, that's really why we love sports is when we know how much it matters. Because a lot of the players all know each other and, and they're friends out of season, whatever. But that's, that's cool stuff, man. That's what college athletics right there is all about. I, I like that. Whether they return the balls or not is not a big deal. I'm not jumping up and down on that. I, who's going to keep a key TCU ball? I mean, Dewan Harris may keep it personally, but KU doesn't want it. And TCU can't put the KU ball in their case, I don't think. I don't think that's something they want to do. Here's something you may want to do, and mine is coming. I'm getting the MyPillow 2.0. Mention I've slept with MyPillows for about 15 years now, all the way back to the radio days, and I love them. Absolutely love the MyPillow. And Mike Lindell says MyPillow 2.0 is even better. It stays even cooler. They've got some new technology in it. They have not really changed MyPillow in 15 years or longer. But now the 2.0, he says, is a better pillow. You can still get the original MyPillow. But if you want to get the MyPillow 2.0 and try that out and see if it's even better, just go to MyPillow.com slash KKHI. Or when you check out whatever you buy at MyPillow, put the promo code in KKHI. Or call 800 923 9034. The maximum discount you can get on any products at mypillow.com or mystore.com is with the KKHI promo code. You can't do any better than that. It's the maximum discount. We'd love to get credited for the sale, so we'd appreciate it if you're going to get something at MyPillow that use that KKHI promo code, and I'll let you know what I think when I get the MyPillow 2.0, if it really truly is better. Cross Kitchens KC is your remodeler online at crosskitchenskc.com. You got just a few days left through Tuesday. If you call Cross Kitchens KC and set up an appointment and wind up doing a qualifying job this year, your countertops will be free. 816-898-7047, crosskitchenskc.com. And tickets for less. Royals baseball is right around the corner. We're going to do a bunch on Royals baseball as we go. I got a little... I may do a bonus podcast this week. I may do another one just on the Royals because there's a lot going on in spring training. Too much to do as just a topic on this podcast today. I, I need more time than that. We did a bunch of Royals yesterday on the patron podcast. So the patrons got that. They also got the Trump visit to East Palestine and some of the other things were going on with the election and polling numbers. We put that on a patron podcast yesterday, so that didn't make it here. But I was going to do a bunch of Royals today, but I had this other stuff that I just I couldn't. It was too much on my mind. I just had to unload on it and do it. So I hope you're okay with that. But we're going to get to the Royals. If you want to go to opening day, the best way to go to opening day for the Royals is through ticketsforless.com, 913-685-3322. If you call them, mention KKHI, you get a discount. If you do it online at ticketsforless.com, promo code KKHI, discount. Again, maximum discount at Tickets for Less is with the promo code KKHI. Don't even think about buying tickets without using it. It's going to say it's going to put money right back in your pocket. Whether you want to go to a concert, you want to see uh, uh, Billy Joel this summer, or any of the great shows that are coming up. Blake Shelton is coming. Luke Combs will be at Arrowhead. Lots of great shows coming up. Taylor Swift, right? Is she coming? She's coming here? Taylor Swift, get on it, man. Do it. You know somebody that wants those tickets. Ticketsforless.com and the promo code is K-K-H-I. Memories for Life. Start at ticketsforless.com. There was a morning consult poll. We'll just finish with this that we put in the patron podcast yesterday. I thought was kind of interesting. This is Republican primary, Trump 50%, DeSantis 30, Pence and Haley each six, waste of time, waste of time. Uh, I also shared on the patron podcast my thoughts on Vivek Ramaswamy, who is running, the young man who's a tremendous conservative. I'd, I'd love the guy. Absolutely, I'm fascinated by it. I think he's really, really smart. And he's written a book about how woke philosophy is tearing America apart. Anyway, uh, we did a bunch on the election on that podcast, but that's interesting. To me, the interesting number here isn't Trump at 50. It's DeSantis at 30 because he's, as of now, not running. He hasn't said he's running. He's got 30%. I don't remember, I don't remember a lot of candidates who'd never run for president before and have not announced that they're running for president, getting 30% in a poll. I don't remember that. I think DeSantis will have a chance to beat Trump in a primary. I think it'll be very interesting. 
Very, very interesting as we go forward. We shall see. It's KKHI, and we're so appreciative that you share it with your friends and tell them about it. Thank you so much for doing that. Tell them to hit that like, follow, or subscribe button. That's absolutely free. That's very helpful. We're right about 26,000, a little over 26,000 now, subscribers daily. It is so fun to do this and know that people care, people are listening, and I know people email me as well, and we really enjoy that. If you have some feedback for the podcast, we always take that through email, kevin at kkasissues.com. Shoot it off to me. I got caught up from all my emails from the last week. I spent hours on it yesterday. I got caught up. I think I've replied to everybody. If I haven't replied to you, it's because it's in spam or something, and I didn't see it. That's the only way. So we respond to all of them. And I didn't respond for several days while we were out of town, but I've caught back up. Thank you so much. And feel free to email me anytime, Kevin, at kkhasissues.com. If you're interested in becoming a sponsor, we certainly uh, uh, would love to sit down and talk with you and see if it's a good fit. We have told some people that we've met with we don't think it would be a good fit. Not that you're not personally a good fit as a great conservative or whatever. Some businesses, we've got a pretty good handle now doing this a little over two years of what types of things work and what don't. And we're real honest about it. We do not want anybody coming on board that is not successful by being part of KKHI. That is, we're way past taking the money for stuff. Just, hey, get the money and take it, and we're way past that. Way, but we, we just, we were doing that in the 1990s. We had to do that to stay alive with our fledgling radio station. Over time, the only satisfaction of doing broadcasting is knowing that it works for your sponsors, that people listen and care, and that it works for your sponsors. And so that's where we are. If you're interested in becoming a sponsor, you can always shoot us an email, Kevin at kkasissues.com. Thanks for listening to Kevin Keatsman Has Issues, presented by Roberts Robinson Chevrolet Buick GMC. To get exclusive patrons-only podcasts, receive a weekly newsletter, and attend in-person patrons-only parties, visit kkhasissues.com and become a patron today. This has been a production of Crooked Tail Media Incorporated. (laughs) 